Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, podcast force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Bruce Oglesby. People all around, you got to. Come get it. Everyone together, sing it loud. Come get it. Come get it. What did we listen to this week, Brooks? This week, we listened to the certified triple platinum album, mm-hmm. <laughs> Parents Party, Come Get It. And here's why. I'm not just... There will come a time, fun point phase four, that's when I'm just going to start picking shit. Mm -hmm. I picked this because, you know, there's still albums out there that are, that are, you know, important to me, that are formative. This is the first album that I ever desired. So you, like, wanted to own this album? They used to play the music video for Aaron's Party Come Get It, the song, on Nickelodeon during commercial breaks all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I said, "This slaps. I love this. I, said, I gotta get in on this shit." I got any. I I I said it along with Aaron when when they were like, "I didn't put up flyers. Somebody did." Mm-hmm. Love that part. So we, we've established that this kind of has this album takes up a fond you know place in your mind of your of your youth. Yeah, did, so you um, didn't grow up with Aaron. I did not. I did not live in a uh, Aaron Carter household. We we like the, the which one was uh, Nick Carter in Backstreet Boys or in Sync Backstreet Boys okay because we were and Kim wouldn't be mad at me we were an in Sync household okay, so I was uh, a Backstreet Boys household so this no was like this we was like car- loving we Britney Spears and then turning on Zoe 101 you know exactly yeah this is this we were um you know Sans Carter in yeah. our household um, <laughs> Sans Carter tale yep there you go uh, so did did you I I. This is usually something I ask you for something you've never experienced before. Uh, but first, did did you acquire this album when you were youth? I didn't. Did, so this has you been didn't. Okay. this has been this is of, kind of a wish fulfillment. This activity. is my. It's like you know how like we're all, we're all on on the back half of our twenties. Do does it ever like still hit you that like when you're in the CVS like I can just buy candy? Yeah. Like that's still exactly. that's still a thrill for me to be like I can I can get a Snickers. They, one time I went to buy a car and they gave it to me. That's so fucked up. I said I want it and they said okay and they let they they, said, I, they were just like let's strike a bargain. They said let's strike a bargain and they gave me keys and they said bye bye. And I said wait that's it. And then I drove home and have a car now. Cool. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, I, I didn't end up mm-hmm. buying an album until like 2006 or seven, which was way after uh, Aaron's sort of fall from grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what did you think of it when you heard it? Now you know, I I'm gonna t- I I kind of envisioned my my brain vision for this was like I imagined us two weeks from two weeks ago saying. You know what? There's some bangers on here. There's some hidden gems. Could, didn't find a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was a 10. You didn't think there was... In this 33-minute album, you didn't think there would only be like 16 and a half minutes of original I didn't content. realize how many covers there would be. Yeah. Covers of like jump rope songs and children's yeah, and rhymes. Yeah, it's just kinda. a six-minute rendition of Yankee Doodle. I didn't like yeah. that. <laughs> um... Yeah, this, so, he, here's, I'm gonna, um, 
establish my stance here. I, I don't know much about Aaron Carter, but I feel like with the fame of big, big brother Nick Carter, they were like, we got to get him in on this. Right. So I don't think however old Aaron Carter was at this time, I don't like blame him specifically. He was, I think he was literally 12. And okay. this is his second album. Okay. So yeah, so this is, I don't yeah, take not, this personally this not, Aaron I'm Carter. I'm putting this on Aaron's doorstep. Uh, this is the worst album I've fully listened to in my entire life. Uh, not because of, like, the music isn't bad, it's just the most low-effort thing I've ever heard. Like, if if you said go make an album today to me, who knows how to play, like, half of three instruments, I feel like I could have something that had a bit more, like, rough edges and wasn't just a perfectly smooth, polished brain than this album. Yeah, again, I, not taking it out on Aaron Carter because no, he was listen, a child. He's already have, had enough happen to his house, you know? Uh, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to put more on yeah, him. Yeah, that's... It, I, I it's think this, the most, like, this is what adults think kids like. This is, you if, know? If you shoved every member of Kids Bop into a single boy. Mm-hmm, exactly. But yeah, this, it hit me this morning. I was thinking about, hmm, why isn't Eddie gonna like this? And I think part <laughs> of it was because, like, yeah, it's the least amount of music. And I'm not saying that Every... in like a gatekeeping way. I'm saying that Exa- in like exactly. nothing other than like I'm, you know, you you pay much more attention to the the doo-wops and the wub-wubs than me. But Yeah, this again, this, had this none is, of those. This is not meant as an insult. This is music for babies. And every single track, the whole track follows an AABB rhyme scheme. Yeah. Every single one. And like, that's the thing. I wanted, I wanted more of Aaron's stories. Like, I, exactly. I thought there'd be like a cool thing about like, oh, I cheated on my math test and here's a four minute ABAB rhyme scheme about it. Like, that would because, be fun. Because like, okay, like how I beat Shaq is like, like, okay, yeah, Aaron Carter beat Shaquille O'Neal in basketball. That's cool. I don't want to, to hear him sing like jump rope rhymes on an album. Yeah, I don't need that. Like, anyway. Uh, this came out apparently to September 26, 2000. So he had a full uh, year head start. Pre before. 9/11. Yeah, pre 9/11. Just to mark this on the the official <laughs> he got timeline. Um, uh, never forget this. Some of these songs were available on the Pokemon the first movie CD. Some were okay. available on the Rugrats in Paris the movie CD. Okay. Um, there's also so you you probably listened to this on US Spotify, right? Yes, I did. So there's a lot of skits on this one. That didn't make the Spotify. Because I feel like everyone on Spotify, it starts, it has to be like starting with a, a discussion about what's going to be in the song. Right. And yeah, so I, so I did find some. So you're some telling me that I can fill you in. In addition to that, there are skits like on the full album. Yeah. Imagine you're listening to it and you also have to listen to like eight minutes of like Aaron Carter doing prank calls to his math teacher. That's fantastic. It's cool. All right. Um, I'm, it's so funny to me that this is fully. I thought this like wouldn't be on Genius, but they're nothing if not you know uh, dedicated. They're geniuses. They're geniuses. The first uh, song we have here is Introduction: Colon Come to the Party. The first of many uh, skits. One of the only few that actually makes it onto the Spotify. Do Do you have this page open on? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do the skit? Yeah. You You want to be Aaron? I'll be friend. Okay. Are we doing Are we doing like voices? I'm gonna do a voice. Okay. Um, okay. What are okay, you doing you today? Man, I got this big test tomorrow that I got to study for. Eh, wrong. You're partying with me tonight. Party? Where? My house. It's gonna be the party of the century. Everyone's gonna be there. 
how do you plan on getting your parents out the house? Good question. I'm Werner Herzog and I'm going to Aaron's party. <laughs> Come get it. Come get it. <laughs> and then it just goes to Aaron's party. Goes into Aaron's party, parenthesis, come get it. Um, <laughs> so, I just, <laughs> how old did you say Aaron Carter was uh, when this album was released? Let's see, he 12? was born in 80, December 87, and this came out in 2000, so probably 12. So 12? Okay, because he begins the first full track on his album with, here's a little bit of old school for you. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> By which he means kindergarten. But, yeah. The oldest school possible. He played some monkey in the middle before this. Yeah, this started. Um, this song is about the cool party that Aaron Carter had at his. House. I got some problems with Aaron's party. Okay, lay it on me. <laughs> what kind of fifth grader throws a rager on a Wednesday night? On a Wednesday night, and he—it's this is. I'm glad this happened right away because it's the most like adults writing a song for children because like it has to be cool but it can't be bad so let's say someone spilled some juice yeah like, no gin <laughs> juice only juice only in this household and he's also like he's he's talking about like this could be the party of the month no the party yes! what kind of 12 year old is doing monthly Wednesday night parties without his uh, parents knowledge no the party of the year yeah please so here's here's the fiction Aaron constructs. So it's not like usually how the, these things go in like, you know, your teenage comedies is like the parents are out. Like the parents are like, we're going to go see, uh, you know, Aunt Josephine for the weekend. You kids, you know, don't cause any trouble. Then the party is planned. Aaron does his own little thing where he says Wednesday. No problem. Hey, mom and dad, go see a movie. <laughs> you two go out. Anyway. Go see Crossroads with Britney Spears. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, walking around the house like who's the man? Ain't nobody do it like Aaron. <laughs> he consistently through this album, he has like a backup chorus of like nine 12 year olds that just yeah. kind of jump in and, and ad lib for him. Yeah, he has like Gary's cheerleaders from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So also part of the fiction is, so he he's first on the floor, you know that's him, he's busting out the moves like it's MTV, and then he says that he just sort of jumps up on a table, like White Beto, and uh-huh. he says the chorus just came to him. It's like, you know, do you, do yeah. you write music or do you discover it? And he just, exactly. he, he just discovered people all around, you gotta come get it. And some of, some of, some of the lyrics that just came to me in that moment, that like pure, you know, adrenaline filled artistic burst was what? And uh huh. <laughs> it just came to me in the this night. Is, this is the only, uh, hip hop album on, uh, Fun Point that you might find me and Eddie being like, this is not, these are not artful lyrics. This is, yeah, this exactly. Freddie Mercury would never have written this. <laughs> exactly. Music then and music yeah, now. Yeah, 2000 goodbye music. The kid spilled juice on my mom's new cushion. There's so many times in that where it's always the simplest rhyme, and they still have to do a fucking slant rhyme, like to hit it. Yeah, like I'm. I feel like there's one here, but I'll 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 study and look to see if I can find it. That made me mad. You, you can go on. Okay. Um. So, in, in as the fiction continues, the parents come home early. The classic trope of like Aunt Joan was sick. We're coming home. Um, we didn't go to a movie after all. And then, you know, 
it is it is a relatable ten year old feel to like when he's like I got to enjoy these last ten seconds before I'm grounded. <laughs> ten seconds of my life. Okay, I found I this. See, I wasn't even looking specifically for this example. You just found another one. I just found another one. So this is um oh no the the parents have arrived and the party's still going on and he's going to be picked off his family tree. He's going to be disowned like he's Tyrone Lannister. Um, but he says trying to clean up the mess. I sure put my new white Nikes to the test. That's nothing! <laughs> not, not related! It's pretty good. What? <laughs> he just had to flex on us. He's wearing the Air Monarchs, and he just had to show us. Yeah, I'm the only boy with the white Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn Aaron, back at it again in the year 2000 at your party. Here's here's my my main sort of. Uh, he says, "Do it scholar. one time for the rodeo." <laughs> what? My one thing about this is that this is how you can. This is the one secret way that you can tell that the song was written by adults, mm-hmm. or at least like yeah, it was written by marketing executives who knew that they had to like send this. They had to market this to basically parents. Mm-hmm. Aaron ends up punished at the end of the song, which I feel like they had to do or else it would be like, oh, he's a bad influence. He can't get yeah, away with it. Like if he got a, like if he cleaned it up in time, yeah, if he did, like, like a Ferris Bueller, like fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, right in the nick of time. And we got away with <laughs> yeah. it. Come, come get it. Bro, you're going to get grounded in your own song. <laughs> <laughs> your lead single. This is the fucking, like, um, centrist, no good things ever happen, but even in your wildest party dreams, you still end up punished (laughs) at the end of it. Yeah. Trying to win my parents' hearts and minds with a rousing monologue, but it still doesn't work. Yeah. They they just didn't listen to the facts and logic that I clearly, rationally explained to them. They couldn't understand that uh, this honey in my sixth grade geometry class was going to be there. Uh Uh-huh. Also, anyway. if you can, before we move on, um, just, I watched the music video just cause it was like, it was like putting on an old sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember that part of the, the song where it's like, uh, I didn't put up flyers, somebody did, where it's like, some random people started coming to my party and I told them they had to leave. Yeah. Um, in the music video, you'll never guess the race of, the ra- general race of the people at Aaron's party and then the race of the person who Aaron says, oh no, problem. Um, I'll just kind of go out. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Glad we settled that one. Yeah, it was really, I was, I was, I was taken aback. Not to, not not to suggest that I didn't think there'd be some challenging racial things on this album. About how he raps most of the time? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Next up we have I Want Candy. Um, this is the song you know. This is the first walkie-talkie voice that I did, that I don't care for. Is he toss- is he talking to Justin Timberlake in this song? Is that he says, he- "Hey Justin, it's Aaron. I can't come out tonight." Right. That's um. Yeah, he's probably hanging out with Justin Timberlake. Shout out to uh, genius user Kimmy Mac forty three comment two years ago on this song. It says, "Aaron Carter, I want candy." Plus one. Plus one. Let's let's well, see this comment. So uh, Dylan Hammock two years ago said, very good annotation. This has one thumbs down, probably from Kimmy Mac 43, if I had to guess. <laughs> probably from Kimmy. The thing is, you missed the candy interlude prior to this, which is literally just a minute long phone call with two people and not in mm-hmm. like the cool, hey, here's a phone call from DJ Khaled. 
Yeah, it's not like Kendrick Lamar's dad calling him. It's not. At Aaron, the end. It's not Aaron Carter talking to Tupac. Yeah, it's it's not Aaron Carter fictionalizing a conversation <laughs> with Tupac Shakur. Yeah. Um. So it starts with it's a phone call, and Nick Carter answers the phone, and a girl is like, you know, like a, a child girl is mm-hmm. like, "Hello, is Aaron there?" And Nick Carter's like, "Oh, my brother's a fracking dweeb." Ugh, Aaron, it's for you. And the girl says, hi, Aaron, it's me, Candy, from the song. I would like to go to the movie with you. And uh-huh. Aaron says, great, I'll see you tonight. And then the then the song starts. It adds absolutely nothing. <laughs> um... I want so I want I, in my research because I wanted I wanted to get my facts straight. The original original I want candy came out in the '60s by a group called the Strange Loves, which right. I did not know. But the version I'm familiar with, I believe, came out in the '80s by the group Bow Wow Wow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And at least there, like, it's a okay radio song, you know? Yeah. Like it's catchy, and the the '80s version has like the cool little riff, like like that little thing. Yeah. Uh, and it has kind of like a fun, like driving, like Tom, like Tom Tom beat. Uh, this song has none of that, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> this song, even when I was little, this is where I did not think it slapped. I did not enjoy this song. And like I, rem- I genuinely like not to not to gas up my eighteen year old, my eight year old self too much, mm-hmm. but like I remember thinking that like the metaphor was tortured and patronizing. Yeah, like, I remember because like I, you know, I understood like, OK, Candy is like a girl's name and he's singing that he wants. But I was like, the surface reading of the song is very childish and I'm like a mature child. Mm. And like, I don't I don't want to listen to a song that's like, I want I want a, a sweet like, mm. I don't. Um, so I, I, I never cared for this one. It's this is just I just need to see the like way this got made. Because, like, the original, well, I say the original, original to me, I don't know the 1960s one, but in right. the 80s one, it, she's singing, like, I want candy, and he's a guy in this song. So, one, you change the pronouns, so that sucks. Right. First off the bat. Second, it is about being horny for someone, but, like, it, it, oh, it's like candy, it's like a sweet treat that makes me get a sour face. I'm uh-huh. the nightman, and I'm eating a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> um, But, so, I don't understand, because it's like, yes... Uh, this this girl is making my mouth water. But also, I want candy. I'm a little boy. Like, I feel yeah. like whoever okayed this really thought the song was about uh, a sweet treat. Yeah, it's like, what's a cool song that, like, a child could sing? What's a, oh, song, what's a song that kids love? <laughs> they love the strange loves. Mm. Every child loves to watch Dr. Strange Love, so I bet they'll <laughs> love this song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, on. I don't Kim, get... Kim's texting me. She wants to get some, some chicken for dinner. Hold on, I gotta text. I gotta get, get, get my notes in. I just, I don't Continue, I'm why listening. These, why these Hollywood sickos are like this, like, he's gotta sing this song. And it's like, there's the candy on the beach, there's nothing better, but I like candy when it's wrapped in a sweater. And it's like, they changed, they changed, apparently the original line in the song was like wrapped in leather, but the studio executives were like, oh, that's probably not good for a kid to sing about. And it's like, you're right, but you could just not have them do the song. Okay, see, see, okay, I clicked on this, this annotation here, then someone else commented, this is the original line, good Charlotte uses the line wrapped in leather. Oh, so so good good Charlotte went off on this one too. Damn, they let them come to the Kids Choice Awards with lyrics like that? Exactly, can you believe this shit? Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> yeah, the song sucks. And it's, but it's, so it's I, all, it's 
the words of I Want Candy 1980s with none of the, like, little details that made it slightly fun. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyway. Uh, next up we have Bounce. Uh, what's the lore for this one? Do you have anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Uh, I meant, I meant, like, a skit or, like, a... Oh, I mean, right before there's a voicemail from his brother Nick, and this, like, it seems to be played off as a real one. It's, <laughs> like, a, a, a real, like, hip-hop style voicemail where he's like, hey man, just checking up on you. I heard the album's getting along well. I have a joke to tell you. Call me sometime. And that's it. <laughs> so not related to the song at all? No, a lot of them are related, but, like, the next one is very online. <laughs> but, yeah. But this one's just sort of, I love my brother Nick. So, I, I, this one, so, for, okay, this first verse drives me, like, fucking up the wall. So Because, not, because Anthony Kiedis wrote it for him? I was gonna, I knew you would like that part. He says, welcome to the party, this is one of a kind. Like a hot chili pepper, it'll blow your, th- this whole album is not only AABB, it's the fucking, did you see the, um... What's what's his name? The uh, the polygon guy, the funny one that does unraveled. Gilbert. Him. Yeah. When he did he wrote about the pokey rap and said that there's like educational raps. Uh-huh. This whole album is educational rap. Yeah. This, like the style of it. Aaron Carter raps like a hip hop improviser. He d- yeah. Again, like every it's time what I've been it's hanging what, out with improv guys and they're like, let's do a cipher, it's all this. It's what a mom in the year 1999 thought rap sounded like. It's like this. We got a crazy notion. The DJ CD Dude, was a so, jumpy potion. Okay, I'm I'm so happy you picked up on that because that was the one that made made me lose it. Yeah, that's. So, <laughs> I heard that and I was like, oh, he's gonna be so mad. It's not like. Okay, I, I need to <laughs> I need to relax for this one. because it's not even like again simple. So what I started doing like four songs into this album is like I'm gonna predict the rhyme. Because they're very simple, so it says you get the okay. MCA on it. It is. It's like we got a crazy notion. Uh, this this cool track's gonna put you in motion. I'm on the rap you train. Know? Locomotion. Exactly. You know, th- it's gonna get us moving. He said the DJ CD was a jumpy potion. <laughs> we have him. Well, he's doing his potions class tonight at Aaron's party. In in Aaron's defense, if somebody in our Discord wrote that as the final line in Madverse City, they would get like. Oh, they would like, win. They would get it, full votes. But see, but to me, that would be a reference to like your potion. My potions are too strong, traveler. Right. Aaron Carter never saw that. Your video. Potions are too jumpy. Yeah, yeah. And then he just says uno dos tres a lot. Like, okay, bud. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, we we talk a lot of we've, we've talked a lot of crap about Aaron's party. Come get it album. Mm-hmm. Again, some just of, one more. Have been stuck in my head this week. One more, just for the for the uh, the viewers out there, because I don't want to be mean internet guy. Nothing against twelve year old Aaron Carter. Don't know anything about him now, but at the time of this album, none of this is is uh, directly focused on him. Yeah, I don't think anybody should be allowed to sing, even in their own like personal private lives, until they're adults. Exactly. Yeah, I don't just think children should hum, whistle. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. Focus on your studies. <laughs> hmm. How he mostly many, just talks about making it bounce, but not like, like you know. In, I think in a, <laughs> the way that some people listen to Fun Point is like I like. To, I, I think some people they just like they go through and they see albums they've they've already listened to and they listen to those episodes. Mm-hmm. And some people like listen along and then listen to our sort of seething takes on it. I don't. I feel like a below average number of people are going to go into this album first. Yeah. So yeah, just you think, to. You, 
just to sort of give you the, the chorus is living it up because we're here to party with a bouncy bounce gonna make you happy. Play the disco bongo with me and a bouncy bouncy come and dance with me. This it's motherfucker like the, said the disco song. bongo. Yeah, that's, that's where the mask used to dance. Yeah. That's <laughs> where that Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Oh, this Jesus. is yeah. This is like the third track on the album, and he's already like back to the party motif. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, can we can we please get to the next track? Yeah, he says generation of millennium. This is gonna go great for us. He said, "Let's hear it for the millennials." It's two thousand. Everything's looking good. Everything looks great. Next track we have "My Internet Girl" by Aaron Carter. This is the one when you were like, "Hey, remember you got to pick the album for Fun Point," and I was mm-hmm. like. I, I couldn't decide between this and some other ones, and then I saw there was My Internet Girl, and <laughs> the interlude starts, it's very short, it's just Aaron saying, I hope she's online, I want to talk to her so bad, and then, like, the AIM online login sound plays, and he goes, yes. Yes. Nostalgia. Remember AOL Instant Messenger? You sounded like it. you were going to do the intro voice, where it's uh, like, you, you, you have, have, you have, you have, email. Yeah. And then they start you know, saying, you, you know, the famous, the famous AOL saying of, you have email. <laughs> you just got a letter. This motherfucker says a hootie who. <laughs> it's definitely okay. like, Nick Carter taught him that because he thought it was cool. Yeah. It's like uh, when I was like five years old and I like wanted to get an email address and my brothers who were like in high school at the time in the late nineties and they loved South Park and Attitude Era style wrestling. I was mm-hmm. like, hello, brothers, what should my screen name be? And they said, uh, what about Lil Baller? And I said, that uh-huh. sounds great. And that was my email <laughs> until, like, middle school. That sounds really cool, dudes. Yeah. Uh, I, so I, I take, um, I, 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 I'm thinking this song might not be sincere. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, in the chorus of the song, he says, she's my best kept secret, my internet girl. Sure. There is no way a fucking 12-year-old wouldn't be, again, not speaking from personal experience or anything, there is no way a 12-year-old wouldn't be like, hey, guys, I know this fly honey online. Like, That's true. There is no way that would be a fucking, you would tell everyone about it. You'd be like, look at this blurry JPEG I'm still downloading. Yeah. Of the her, only, who's yeah, real. The only person I would, like, keep any sort of, like, internet relationship from is my parents. Especially exactly. Especially in, like, the, the, in, like, 2000. Exactly, yes. For sure. Yeah. She's my best kept secret, my Homestar Runner fanfic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, can I, can I tell you, um, one, that not internet girl related, but keeping things from, from your, your parents related. I do believe one time, I was probably like 14 and I was looking at images I probably, um, shouldn't have while my parents were home on, on a very, like, old computer. (laughs) You said, mom and dad, hang up the phone, I'm looking at images. Hang hang up the phone, I'm looking at images. And then my dad just, like, barged into the room and was like, hey son, are you winning? And I, like, it was like, this is, this is my car, cause I, I closed quickly out of an image that was too risque, and another one was available, which, uh, the person on the screen was wearing some clothes, and my dad was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> I love you, son. I love you, son. You are succeeding right now. Thank you so much. And then he left, and I still remember that, even though it was like 14 years ago. That's cool. Yeah. Wonder if he remembers. Yeah, probably. Anyway, here's I my guess that- thing. I think the song's pretty good. <laughs> it's but like it's on like, a curve. Like, on a curve, yes. It has the most catchy chorus, I would say, of the album. If if we've had to, because he's not singing fucking Camp Town Races for once, and it's like yeah. actually a song. It is. Uh, 
Though, again, uh, this has to be written, again, this is written by adults because he says his internet girl left him mail in his inbox. They, they're, no way they're using email. They're IMing. Like, yeah. it's not, this, I'm, I'm poking holes in this, in this yeah. yarn that Aaron is, is, is creating for us. You know they thought that they were like, they, cause you know, it was the dot com boom, 9-11 hadn't happened yet. So, like, when mm-hmm. they started writing verse two and they said, surfing through my windows gotta find my way back to you they're like because you surf the internet exactly and you Uh, use windows operating system and also that's what you call it when you like i go up to somebody's window and say anything styled you say i'm surfing through your window i mean i'm constantly swag surfing so that's like yeah you know on my end but but so i'm surfing all the time but uh yeah i guess uh (laughs) you left me mail in the inbox gov (laughs) You're you're going to lose subscriber. So, um, the my one critique of my internet girl is that it's he's again not to not to dunk on Aaron Carter, which Shaq will get to shortly. Mm-hmm. He's really testing the old upper register the whole time in this song. Yeah, it's not. Listen, I mean, they thought it sounded good, so who am I to judge? Yeah, they didn't know about auto tune yet. They didn't mm-hmm. know he didn't he didn't know about mumble rap yet. Exactly. Um, did you, um, so I think this is interlude only, but at the very end of the song, there's like an outro where he's like, she's all I can think about all day. Uh, getting home to my computer so I can see your voice. And it's like, damn, Black Mirror, dude. I was thinking something different because it's like, uh, the, here's what I, w- where I was imagining <laughs> that goes. is like, he, he's talking to his, his fly internet honey and then they log off. And, and say goodnight. And he goes into bed and is like, damn, I can't wait to dream about her. And instead he has a dream about playing basketball with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I can't wait to dream about the person that's most important to me. And then Shaquille O'Neal shows up. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fucking new edited Shaq DJ video, but it's the song. Yeah. We need it. Anyway, that's how I beat Shaq is up next. I'm honestly surprised my internet girl didn't end with like Aaron's punishment in the way that like all the other songs do. Like, well, th- this one does. It's another Aaron Carter story that ends with like not being like completely fulfilling for him. Yeah, it's Shaq's trick, and it goes a little something like this. Little Hit something it like this. Hit it. Aaron's in the house. Get up. Get up. <laughs> so okay, so th- it starts. Okay, yo guys, check check it out. Guess what happened to me? And one of the friends in his like group who constantly ad lib says, "Another crazy story." Come on, AC. My favorite thing in the world is when when rappers really try to get their nickname going. Yeah, nobody's ever called him AC. No one's, and this is just a thing where Aaron Carter is constantly telling dramatic stories where he doesn't like succeed in the end. Yeah, he's constantly showing up at weddings and doing the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Uh, so to to pick up. Again, so here's, so remember, this is, this is his story. He says, I was hang, okay, I was working on my game. Yeah, we heard it all. I heard the fans screaming. So Aaron Carter is just kind of like on a Saturday. He's doing he's just layup like, drills in an exactly, empty park. And people are clapping and cheering for Aaron, him. Aaron, Aaron, he's our man. He said, I thought it was for me. Then I saw a shadow. It was 12 foot three. We get, how tall is Shaq? He's 7'1". one. <laughs> is Aaron? Well, the next time you're teaching hyperbole to one of your classes, you can pull up. But see, That's but how see I the, beat Shaq. Exactly. This is a bad version of it because it's not exaggerated enough. It's not like yeah. he was 100 feet tall. He could ball. <laughs> like, he's just doing the, wow, the year 2000 was 25 years ago. Yeah, exactly. 
Mm. So can we talk about Shaq on this one? Shaq's voice, who is definitely Shaq. The thing, like, there's controversy over whether it's not Shaq. What I will say is it doesn't sound like Shaq at all. So I, if it is I, Shaq, he's doing, the, like, the least Shaq voice for no reason of all like, time. Like, if it is Shaq, he's doing a different voice. Because I'm pretty sure if you gave me, like, a lineup of five voices, I could easily pick out Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I feel like I could get Shaq doing an impression of somebody else. I feel like I could clock that. I feel like I could be like, okay, that is Shaquille O'Neal doing a Werner Herzog impression. I feel like but I would just, be able to get that. It's just a guy being like, hey, what's up? You want to play? It's just a guy doing like a deep goo. It's like goofy, but like slowed down to like 0.8%. Yeah. Like that's what this voice sounds like. Um, <laughs> so it, in the story, uh, Shaq challenges this child to play basketball one-on-one. And Shaq's, he says, I'm going Shaq to make sees you cry. a group of children cheering for Aaron Carter, and he says, that will not stand. I that have will to not go st- defeat him. So he, cha- and then, and then Aaron Carter says to Shaq, when I beat you real bad, try not to cry. Spoilers, Aaron Carter cheats to defeat Shaquille O'Neal. Aaron so, Carter cheats a lot, and he's constantly talking shit. Um, so, uh, yeah, he says, friends, you must have been nervous. I knew I could take him. I said, O'Neal, you're in my house now. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Aaron, this is the genius is just absolute shit here for this album because uh-huh. most of it is just like he'll just like in Aaron's party, come get it. He'll just be like, "My mom's gonna be mad," and then you click it, and it'll be like, "Aaron has a mom and a dad and a brother, Nick Carter, famously from the Backstreet Boy." And this one is <laughs> yeah. just like Aaron refers to how Shaq is in his house, meaning dog house, which is a term that term that means somebody is angry or has their eye on somebody else. Uh. Um, all right. The I feel like the thing, other than the, the the conceit of playing basketball against one Shaquille O'Neal, what people remember most is about the song. I would say is the chorus. Boom! Put it in the hoop like slam. Heard you yeah. kind of scream that jam. Not once in the song does Aaron Carter dunk the basketball. No, he doesn't. And he, also, he the, doesn't. Now I know that you are. When it comes to your jockdom, you mm-hmm. are your your baseball man. You're a football mm-hmm. jock. Are you? How familiar are you with? The beautiful game of basketball. Uh, pretty. I was. I was watching a bit of it before it went away forever. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I, li- I so, like so the you... uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. They're yeah, my guys. Um, Carl Anthony Towns. Sure. I think Joel, Joel Embiid. Joel. Joel yeah, yeah. Joel. Um, so you know enough about basketball to know that the crowd doesn't scream jam usually. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they usually don't scream jam when I'm at, especially at a playground. So this is one a like. Uh, you know, public basketball. Uh, he's playing outdoor summer hoops, is what it's I'm a saying. Style basketball game. There usually aren't like bleachers filled with fans. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Rucker Park doesn't have that shit. Like Aaron <laughs> Carter's like little playground does not either. Um, man, I just I I picked up N- uh, NBA Street on the Nintendo GameCube uh, the mm-hmm. other day to support my local video game store in this trying time, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying so hard to, to unlock Rucker Park. Isn't that like the last? The yeah, last I couldn't place? do it when I was a kid, so now I'm playing it, and I'm like, oh, this is much easier when you're not Aaron Carter age. Yeah, <laughs> you simply just dunk with Michael Jordan every time. Mm. Um, so another thing, this is again like, so Aaron's party, come get it. That's written by adults who've never like been to a party. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, don't you hate it when you go to a, a a ripping college party and somebody spills stuff on your cushion? Mm-hmm. He says, "I was scoring the bricks." Yeah, that's not th- th- again. Not so. Where is this? Where in the song is this scoring the bricks? Verse two. What, verse two. This okay. is when 
he started scoring mad points on me. This is the part of the hero's journey where, like, he faces he faces adversity. Um, uh-huh. He says, I was scoring the bricks. Was he hitting all the shots? So, see, again, because shots is, again, a slant rhyme that rhymes with stop. Don't need to do that. The, the worst part is bricks doesn't even need to be the word because it's in the middle of the line. Right. So he could say, I was fucking shooting the hoops. Like, yeah, I was it doesn't matter. Up, I was putting up bricks, if you want to, like, actually do the slang term like, yeah, but, for basketball. But, because, but then that would make Aaron Carter look bad. So what he does is, is like, a good guy. He tricks Shaquille O'Neal by saying, look, Shaq, you didn't tie your shoelace, and now I'm going to score You're 15 unanswered on you. tall, and you'll die if you fall down from that height. So I'm going to trick you. <laughs> he says a three-pointer, nothing but net. I feel like, again, I was very bad at basketball in my youth because I was pretty short, but I feel like when you're playing one-on-one, traditional scoring rules don't apply. <laughs> yeah, he, they're probably playing ones and twos. <laughs> exactly, but he hits a three. He's so good in this dream that he hit a three-pointer. Yeah. He's great. Um, I like that the annotation for three-pointer nothing but net starts talking <laughs> shit about how Steph Curry is very small. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it would be extremely difficult for Aaron Carter to make a two-point layup or dunk against a man of Shaq's size. People like Steph Curry... Um, who's only six foot three. Yeah. It, it makes him very short, so he has to shoot from the outside. Uh, and he's that, immediately like, come on, Shaq, had enough yet? He's still losing at this point. Yeah. Uh, dunk after dunk, jam after jam, cheerleaders are cheering, Aaron's the man. Great shit. Okay, so I, I forgot about this. We get into verse three. Announcers were shocked, couldn't believe it was real. <laughs> we have a fucking announce yeah, team part now. Part the interruption this... showed up. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ESPN is here to, to yeah, show Scott us. Red Zone is here and says, I can't believe a kid just stuffed O'Neal. That, that's not, that, for that to happen, he would have to block a shot from Shaquille O'Neal. That's what that means. He had to have Luigi physics from NBA Street Volume 3. <laughs> he had to do the Luigi dub where he like wiggles his leg and goes like, and like yeah. fly up through the air high. Aaron Carter only used one half A press to defeat Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I put the ball up. I put him in shame. Uh, Absolute yeah, rem- dog shit rhyme. Again, re- re- my rhymes remained with shame. Great shit, Aaron. This w- this is they c- he could have put I'm so appalled Spalding ball into this one, and, and it would have fit. It would have been better than most of the <laughs> shit in the song. Uh, he beats he beats Shaq. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal starts crying in the song, and he says, "You're good too, and we can still be friends." Um, the fans. So here here's where uh, Aaron's trick. He gets you. The fans went nuts. They put me on their shoulders. Yeah. Then I heard a voice. It sounded like. My mother's. Okay. Uh, then we, we, like, you can do, you can do, I, then we watched Avengers with Kobe Smulders. Like, that, yeah. that, that, you, you could find a better rhyme, I think. <laughs> but again, it's like, uh, it does, it's like, they were, it's really like they were given the prompts in, like, Robot Battle Rap and had to make it fit. Because it's like, uh... Uh, the fans went nuts. They threw me in the air. I woke up and felt my mom tussle my hair. Like, you know, like, it doesn't yeah. have to be this. I don't get it. Then I heard a voice, and it sounded like my mother's. My fans went nuts. They had lost their druthers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Guess what? It was it was all a dream. Here's the thing, though. We gotta mm-hmm. talk about Aaron's fiction here. So mm-hmm. it's, his mom wakes him up and he's like half asleep. So he's like, can't you see I'm, I'm bawling on Mr. O'Neill, 34 center? Mm-hmm. And he says, 
He says, but if it was a dream and it wasn't real, how would I get a jersey with the name O'Neal? So it's suggesting that, like, it's like a fucking, I haven't seen the Freddy Krueger movie, but isn't it like you see him in your dream and then you wake up and you have a cut on you or something? Mm Mm-hmm. It's sort of that that thing where it's like, wait, if it it didn't, here's the thing about, like, that proving that you might have, like, I have a Russell Wilson jersey in my closet. Yeah. You if probably saw it if before I didn't you went defeat, to bed. If I didn't defeat <laughs> Russell Wilson at the Super Bowl, then why is his jersey in my closet? It's also the year 2000. Like, it's not unrealistic for a child to have a Shaq jersey. Uh, all right, hold on. I'm trying to get your version. Uh, I beat Russell in the bowl. The game was tough. But wait, why do I know how to hit level up? That's your <laughs> version. Thank you. Yeah. That's for you. Um, uh We've been talking about this album for 40 minutes already. It was the World (laughs) Series. I couldn't go on. Then why do I have a jersey by Bartolo Colon? (laughs) God damn. But in my in my dream, it's like me striking out Bartolo Colon, notoriously the worst hitter like in baseball (laughs) history, and I'm like, had enough yet? Yeah. Just making big sexy cry in his retirement yeah. game. We we've been talking about this album for forty minutes and we're not halfway done yet. So Can I tell uh, you about the Snappy Burger interlude? <laughs> please fucking I feel like okay, we uh, a lot of the discussion is front loaded because all the rest aren't real songs, so like yeah. it doesn't matter. But please tell me before we hit Patreon, tell me about the Snappy Burger interlude. I'm just gonna can I just sort of uh read it to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a it's a drive through Aaron. Yeah, are there up- are there several characters in this? There are two characters. Would you like to okay. be one? Yeah, let me Google Snappy Burger. I don't know interlude. if you'll be able. I had to. I had to write them, so I'll uh, I'll I'll message the the transcript to you. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I this isn't even showing up on the internet. So, um, all music. Let's see. Yeah, no, it's just like listings of the song. I can't find the. Um, okay. All right. Um, okay. So I don't. I don't have it labeled. Um, but it's it goes between order of Aaron and the girl who's running the drive-through. So would you rather be drive-through girl or Aaron Carter? Um, I'll be drive through girl. Okay, so I'm, I pull my up, I'm best ready. kept secret. <laughs> my my drive through girl. girl. <laughs> okay, so I'm revving my Harley at the drive through, and okay. the, it's like, welcome to Snappy Burger. And I said, yeah, can I get a cheeseburger with no cheese? Uh, sir, that would be a hamburger. Uh, no, I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. Uh, sir, what exactly is it that you want? All right, all right. Hold the cheese on the burger and get the burger for me, and don't put it in a package. Okay, so that's nuggets and an orange soda. What? Can I have your name? Uh, Susie Smith. Why? Let me speak to the supervisor. I am the supervisor. You know what? I don't really like your attitude. Ah, forget it. I wasn't hungry anyway. And that's it. Three, six, nine, the goose strangling, <laughs> the monkey ch- what it the just, fuck was it that? Makes me, it makes me feel like I I don't speak English anymore, and I'm missing like some secret code. Like this, you're learning English through like uh th- through a uh, fucking police academy, like this in Wayne's World, and you don't like, know Tipper Gore, where I'm like yeah. Aaron Carter is like teaching our kids to like kill Ronald Reagan. Or something. <laughs> is, is anyone else in the car with Aaron? No, he's, he's driving. And he's he's riding his motorized <laughs> razor scooter around. <sighs> 
Patreon.com slash Thrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get access to all of our bonus content, including Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. That's about Jim Carrey movies. Second part of the first season of Funny coming out soon. Also, Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear Solid. We need to watch Metal Gear Solid 4, and I'm really not looking forward to it, because there's a lot of watching we have to do in general. and I'm going to have to explain a lot of stuff. So, we're doing it. We're doing it. At $5 a month, you get shout-outs at the end of episodes that we always remember to do. And you also get to request uh, albums for us to talk about on Funpoint. we got a new one coming up at the end of this episode. Or you can just look at the description and see what it is. It'll definitely be better than this one. At $10 a month, you get all that plus special. You just set us into Discord. I will make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling and all the other stuff, too. Patreon.com plus Game of Thrones. I'm going to take a breath now. Yeah, that was good. Um, Thanks. You I was working how... on my... Can I tell you? I've been, I have been. I have a new... Uh, we didn't do our uh, drink check-in, so I don't know what you have specifically, but I've been sipping on uh, coconut water the past few days. Oh, how's that? And let me tell you, it's I, I never feel more hydrated than when I take a sip oh, of Vitacoco coconut water, nutrient-rich and electrolyte. So if you'd like to sponsor the show, please let me know. Yeah. Um, remember how last time when we did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, we were like, oh, we went a little bit over, but Aaron's party will be really short. Yeah, we're, this is already longer than the album. Yeah. So three six nine, the goose drank wine, the monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. Uh the line broke that the monkey got choked and they all went to heaven on a little rowboat. This is good for kids. This is called the clapping song, by the way. This is it's, like a jump rope rhyme, I think. <laughs> the clapping song is the American national anthem. Uh so oh my okay. <laughs> so I I have a couple things I, I need to sure, point. Sure. I listen, I don't have much to say about this song. Uh, but first, it does, the fir- the verse, if you call it that, ends with slap your thigh and sing a little song. So he's doing super kicks to his friends. Um, <laughs> he's hitting the Johnny Gargano. He's hitting the Johnny Gargano. And then he's looking down at his monstrous violence hands afterwards. Because <laughs> it says clap, slap, clap your hand, pat your partner with your left palm. Like, that's and the, the violence. Yeah, that, that's when he does the Tommaso Ciampa self-bat pack. Mm-hmm. Or back pat. So I'm just going to read the chorus for you. Sure. It says, my mama told me if I was lucky... That she would treat me if I was a good, if I was goody. My auntie told her I should have told her. No, I'm not kidding. That's what she told her. That's the chorus of the song, the part that's repeated the most and is meant to be catchy. And uh, it is. Kristen Moore, uh, commented, the original lyrics were about being given a doll, but being denied said doll when the singer's aunt spied her kissing the soldier. In an effort to boy up this song, the chorus doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> so. They had they had to make it not for girls on that one. The, yeah. Again, they said, let's take a song where the main thing is b- about being given a doll and just not do it. Yeah. And also, like, the the goose drank wine, the monkey chewed tobacco, all all inappropriate things for children's songs. But that's also apparently, like, a nursery rhyme. Yeah. And it's just like, can I have more than two songs where Aaron tells a lie to his friends? Like, that's what I want. I feel like we talked about this. Uh, it also reminds me of, you know, the games when you were, like when you would be around uh, people as as a kid like you'd be near other kids Oof. and you'd be like okay we need to figure out like who's it in tag and everyone would, like put their foot in and you'd like count it out yeah did you have a certain like song you sang for that um i mean we we did the you know eeny meeny miny mo kind yeah. of shit yeah uh-huh and that that was that was like your main one. That was your go to. What was your main one? Uh, ours was Tarzan swings, Tarzan falls, Tarzan breaks his mighty balls. What was the color of the blood? 
and then mm-hmm. there there were two. So there was it, what was the color of the blood, and then someone would be like green, and then you would count out green. Right. So in this way, you could kind of like game it a little to like get someone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could. Also, the other one is uh, dig, dig, dog shit. You are not it. <laughs> I grew up. In, I re- remember, I grew up in New York City. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's tough. Um, here's the thing about this. Um, I think this is just like what we had before we had TikToks, where like the song was just explaining how to do it. Yeah. This is. This doesn't seem like a very fun one to do though like it's not explaining to you how to do the renegade you know exactly so it's it not says, even like a fun cupid shuffle it's just like so it is i knew this was a song um uh, like a real thing it says the clapping song by shirley ellis let me do some research the clapping song american song uh, and recorded by 1965 so if there's anything that like kids in the year 2000 really liked it was uh songs from 1960s so, yeah. so this is the second one uh, also, how I, I was really confused because I thought, you know, I hear three six nine. Next line I think of is "Damn, she fine." Right. So this went in a different direction, but I was worried for I a few. Like this came out before that song, though, so maybe they're taking from Aaron. Let's see. Get low came out in two thousand three. There you go. But again, it's a reference to the original song. Right. But again, it's just that. Then they take it and they, they, they freak it and they make it dirty and nasty. And just doing the song. The thing, the one verse in this album that I take the most objection to is take your hand with your palm and slap your thigh and watch the fun materialize. Yeah. That's so tortured. It's. <laughs> Can you imagine just, like, I'm a substitute teacher, and I'm like, hey, everybody, we're going to do an activity, and you're going to watch the fun materialize. Like, that's not something that a person Not says. at all. Can we can we breeze through the rest of this, please? I'm yeah, I, funny I have nothing to say about Ico Ico. Ico Ico is Aaron Carter doing a, like... I don't even understand what level of racism this is on. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I honestly, like, I didn't even know, like, I, I, like, we sang this song in, like, elementary school music class, and I didn't know that it, like, it could be, like, Louisiana Creole or, like, West African. But, and, like, there's but a bunch did you do a fucking it. patois when you sang it? Is the, yeah, I didn't Did know you that. drink it up a little bit? Yeah, it didn't come up in my, uh, uh-huh. Central Florida music class. Uh-huh. And it's just fucking Ico, it's just Ico, Ico, like, yeah. that's the song. He put it on his album. Yeah. So, they said anyways. we really need this to be thirty minutes. Uh, next maybe up, we have I laugh. T- maybe I cry. Is that is that the next song? Um, the genius order is different than the Spotify order. So whatever, whichever one you want to talk about next. Well, l- hold on. Let me pull up Aaron's Carter because you know I have it saved on my Spotify. Yeah. Did I just say Aaron's Carter? Yeah. All right. Thanks. thanks Aaron's for Carter, come get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me get this up. Um, Aaron's... No, this isn't... Okay, albums. So we have... Like, then we have Real Good Time. That isn't on Genius. <laughs> right. They just... They, they said this one's too they, hard. They, they skipped this one. Let me bring up the lyrics to Real Good Time, Aaron Carter. So we can be on the same page. Yeah, Mate, yeah. Yep. This is, just, this is just all emotions you can have. This is a fucking Barney song. <laughs> like... <laughs> The thing, this is where I realized the reason that, like, I kind of, first, like, this does, like, release endorphins in my brain. It mm-hmm. sounds exactly like all the church songs that you would hear in, like, elementary school kids' church. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have this exact same, like, five kids singing style chorus. Mm-hmm. And it's not really about anything. It's just, like, God is good. Have a real good time. Let's jump. 
oh, it's always a good time, you know, like, yeah, yeah. we don't even have to try. Uh, On the cross yeah. is where he died. <laughs> Let's, never mind. I was, I was going to go on a fucking tangent. I was trying to, my thought that I abandoned quickly, but I still want to tell you because I think there's some merit in it, sure, is trying to create an Aaron Carter style rhyme, but having the punchline be stigmata. Um, <laughs> I just didn't want to follow that one all the way through, but I thought yeah, of it. I take so. out my Beretta. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Uh, he says all the things he can do in the song in terms of, like, faces he can make. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets all the Animal Crossing reactions. He says, so, let me tell you, this is, um, because the chorus is about nothing, it's about emotions you can have. Uh, when the verses, here, here we go. You and I are not to blame. Sometimes we just go insane. You and I have much to give. Everything is relative. (laughs) When we have our darker days, we just go our separate ways. You and I are not to blame. Sometimes we just go insane. Here's okay. That's about nothing. <laughs> Here's okay though. Hang on. <laughs> All right, hit me with it. You could take any stanza from this song, overlay it on a Joker meme, and it would fit in. Top text. Uh, jar, it's, a, it's Joker and Harley Quinn. Top text. You and I are not to blame. Uh, Bottom text. Sometimes we just go insane. Top text. You and I have much to give. Bottom text. Everything is relative, and it's Sad. him. Burn, it's him holding up the card that says Joker, and it's on fire. It's sad Joker in prison. When we have our darker days, we just go our separate ways. When I, so f- first, uh, top 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 text. When I hear you telling lies, I just want to terrorize. As and that's him in the nurse outfit blowing up hospital. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> making up is oh so good. Yeah, we rock the neighborhood. That's me as Harvey Dent recognizing Joker when he removes his mask <laughs> to reveal he's Joker. Anyway, this yeah. this uh, okay. Uh, let's go back to Genius. Uh, I'm just gonna use Spotify. Next up, we have Tell Me What You Want. Uh, does this song exist? Yeah. I feel like I have no memory of this song. Oh, this is like the classic ballad. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you gonna do, girl. So, oh, this is the, this is the one that's a, that's the full house. Yes. This is a full house song. Okay. Yeah, I got I this like one. I like it. It's fine. But it's so like, okay, here we're going to have him do some Radio Disney raps, and now he's going to sing Everywhere You Look. Uh, <laughs> it's, this album's just kind of, we don't know what Aaron Carter's going to be yet. Aaron so we're Carter just kind of trying throw- to rhyme predictability. Yeah, we're just throwing everything at the wall. We'll see where he ends up. Yeah. I want to be with you, girl. What's the probability? Whatever happened to predictability? That that was all you see. I knew what you were doing there, but you all kind of got into the voice of the, like the astronomically relativity, fantastically, yeah. like that. You, <laughs> yeah, Deltron Zero and Aaron Carter and Aaron Carter. Um, there's there's two. I'm very with my short... friend the Automator. He said, "Hey, you go into Aaron's house later." <laughs> there's two. There's two uh, quick like skits before and after the song. The first one is just a guy saying, "Hey, Aaron, it's me, your like manager. Do you want donuts?" And he says, "Yeah, dude, I want at least twenty donuts and crullers, and it should be chocolate and glazed." And then after the song, there's a very short interlude of Aaron going, "Wow, I'm stuffed. I just ate a lot of donuts. Uh, forty cheeseburgers and a diet." He's, yeah, Coke. he's doing Grey Worm. <laughs> yeah. But for no reason. No one was like, hey, Aaron, what's your... This song isn't called, like, Donut Treat. Like, like, this is... This album is demonic a little bit. I like it. This album had to be um, procedurally generated. Yeah, like, I'm I'm becoming, like, true and on Twitter. Like, there's there's something, like, going on. Like, what did the donut drop mean? (laughs) It's so, like, it's... 
I don't know. I need a Rosetta Stone for this album. But like the song is like it's kind of, it's much nicer than like here's the a cover of If I Had a Hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have we have a song about um a cover of a song about wanting candy. We have a song called like Dance and then we have a cover of I've been working on the railroad. Like yeah. and it's <laughs> 8 minutes. Next up we have Girl You Shine. Um Nothing. Got nothing on this one. I here's the thing. Like, I I it's so on a curve, but like the chorus is nice. Like I'm gonna reflections I'm, I'm, on the water. Yeah, in in the sense that there's like an actual melody in this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I scrubbed the, to it. But oh my god, I would have hated this song at the time. Like if I had bought the CD and I would have been like, ah, oh, time for thirteen stories from my friend Aaron. Yeah. Like, I would have hated it because it would have been like, oh, this is a yucky love song. But, like, now it's it's yucky for different reasons. So, what? Do, let's, let's, can I count that this is, this song was on Radio Disney Jams Volume 2. I'm just going to tab over and see what's on there real quick. Uh, di- first up, Disney Mambo Number 5. I'll never, Disney Mambo Number 5 specifically. Missing the lyrics on this one. We have Just the Two of Us by Will Smith. Reflection by Christina Aguilera. We have The Saga Begins by Weird Al Yankovic. That's that funny. all right. Uh, We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions by Queen. Uh, We Are Family by Sister Sledge. YMCA by Village People. Boom to Boom, no credited artist on that one. Uh, Girl You Shine by Aaron Carter. And then uh, Let's Go, missing lyrics. So I'm guessing the original tracks on here don't really have... uh, Yeah, if you want it, you can get it. Let me know. That was just kind of a snapshot of uh, Disney Jam is released February 28th, year 2000. You reminded me when you mentioned Funny Weird Al song. How familiar are you with The Lonely Island? I, I mean, I know they're like hits. Yeah. Have you ever heard their song Rocky? I have not. I found out about it because like, I, I don't think it's like a particularly deep cut, but I never really listened to them beyond like Funny Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a song called Rocky and it's like a parody of That's How I Beat Shaq, but it's about a guy who fights Rocky and he gets beaten to death. And it's actually very funny. Okay. See, I, I like that premise. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it tries to trick you. It's like, oh, I'm going to fight him. And then it's just like three stances of him, like doing ABAB rapping about being beaten to death. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty good. Um, can you, can I share with you one quick genius annotation? That's me about Girl You Shine. Sure. So the chorus is girl, you shine like the sun in the sky. Girl, you shine like the moon does in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Kristen Moore, the moon actually emits no light of its own, but merely reflects <laughs> the light of the sun. Kristen Moore is the, doing the heavy hitting on this album. Kristen is pissed, dude. Kristen has a fucking bone to pick with Aaron Carter. Yeah. Anyways, this is not how I would end a party. Come get it. Like this exactly. is not. Well, luckily it doesn't end because th- this. uh even the Spotify version had a 25-second skit called Big Bad Shiny Beatbox. Yeah. And it's uh, kind of what a joke uh, white person would think beatboxing is. Yeah. Of a guy just going... <laughs> for kind of 25 seconds. And he's like, girl, you shine. Uh, you shine. <laughs> Exclusive speaker box. Anyway, that's... uh. That's Aaron's party. Come get it. Under an hour. We did it. We did it. We went double the runtime of the album because we spent 47 minutes discuss- dissecting how I beat Shaq. Um, let's see what questions we got. Uh, we post questions on uh, Twitter at you love to hear it. Usually the day before we record. First one comes in from friend the show Sylvia, Sylvie Surfer on Twitter. Which NBA player would you definitely 100% tell the truth about beating one on one? 
so uh, I believe if 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 I'm reading this correctly, th- this is kind of tongue in cheek and like, what player would you defeat and how would you de- like? What would your scheme be? Sure. Um, to defeat them, <laughs> I would beat Dennis Rodman and I'd say, "Hey, bud, your pal Kim Jong Un is here." Yeah, <laughs> and then I would fucking try to like put the ball between my legs and bust my ass on the floor. That's <laughs> pretty good. Um. Uh, my, the funny, I talk about this sometimes online. The funniest thing in the world to me is when, like, it's like a video of Dwayne Wade went one on one with, like, a little boy, like, in halftime. And, and just, just, like, absolutely destroy- blocking his entire life. <laughs> just swats it into the fucking sun. Like, yeah. like, no, no free points. Like, I, I live for that. So mm-hmm. I would very much like to go against, like, fucking Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. <laughs> just like the shortest possible NBA players and like and get one block on an NBA legend. I can't believe Brooks just stuffed Muggsy. Uh let's see. If 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 okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a bad rhyme with Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. Brooks needed his team. He couldn't do it alone. That's how he beat <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. Like uh, almost. Yeah. Uh, um, related. Um, he's, let's tr- see. he's trying to uh, be a good father, but his head's not in it because he had to give a rock to Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're streaming uncut gems in like forty minutes. Um, <laughs> Haunted transgender gray spirit spirit doll at Love Small Song friend of the show on Twitter says, "What was the dumbest lie you told as a kid?" <laughs> I feel like I, I even this is not me being like, "Ah, oh, yes, my level of intelligence is." is immense but even as a kid i remember kid tell kids telling like kid lies and being like you're just lying like why are you telling that lie like i don't understand why you're doing this right now i would tell i wouldn't tell like i would never tell like my uncle works at nintendo or like those kind of i was actually i was kind of the snopes of the playground back in the day where i was like pika blue was not mm-hmm. um it's meryl like i would i was that kind of kid mm-hmm. but like i would tell lies about like like, I remember in third grade going to the lunch cafeteria table and sitting with my friends and us all being like, hello, we all have purchased Shrek on VHS recently. Mm-hmm. I've watched it twice. <laughs> and then I remember saying, I've watched it 30 times. <laughs> and I remember I, w- I went back, like, sometime afterwards and I was like, I've seen Shrek over 100 times. <laughs> and I thought I was so cool. And I was. I remembered one, there was this kid he i think he was like a couple years older than me and he lived in our apartment so he wasn't like my friend but sometimes we just saw each other and i don't remember what system it was for but i believe there was a wrestling it was like wwf in your house or whatever sure and i i feel like it was just like an arcade style wrestling game but it was like oh you're in the undertaker's living room yeah, yeah, and yeah. he told me that, like, yeah, like, depending on who you play as, like, you can go into the bedroom and, like, have sex with your wife. <laughs> that's and cool. I was like, dude, there's no way that's real. Like, you're not, that's not true. And he's like, yeah, it is. I did it at my friend's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay, I had, man. I had a similar Great shit, man. That's dope. <laughs> my, uh, I had a, when we were playing WWF No Mercy on PS1 with, mm. with, like, the kid who lived across the street from my house. Could you imagine still doing that, hanging out with people <laughs> who live across the street from you? Anyways. <laughs> Um, he was like, yeah, I was playing this game last night and there's like a one in a million chance, but like, if you go under the ring to get a random weapon, there's a one in a million chance you can get a gun okay. and you can shoot the other guy and kill him and win the match instantly. <laughs> yeah. So we spent, we had, we literally pulled an all-nighter just like digging under the ring. And then the wrestler is removed from the video game because you murdered them. Yeah. 
Kids are so fucking stupid. I love them. Uh, friend of the show, Weed Lord Vegeta. Here's a reference you may have to explain to me. I don't fully understand this one. Invent a new Scrabble word with Shaq's name in it so that you may defeat Santino Morella. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'm sure it's really funny, but, like, it's Shaq being, like, you know, Shaq-tacular, or, like, Shaq-orific. Like, you know how he says I'm, 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 I'm warping back to, like, 2009 WWE Raw, because there was definitely, like, Shaq was a guest host, and Stantino came out and said, like, I eat the Subway sandwich, and, like, so was harassing Shaq. Okay, so there is first result uh, from WWE, Shaquille O'Neal and Santino Morella play a game of Scrabble. Fuck, so, I bet that's so funny. It's two minutes long, but we're already over time. We gotta finish this so I can start uh, preparing Uncle Gems. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we, Lord Vegeta, listen again in two weeks, and we'll get back to you on that yeah. one. Um, next up, we have from Nero, hashtag all cops are bastards, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Just reading it in full so so the audience knows uh, you know, what's going on. Uh, I don't really want to come get it. Does Mr. Carter offer delivery options? Aaron's party, parentheses, curbside delivery. <laughs> uh, uh, finally, we have from uh, Crass Pants on Twitter. The first thing I ever illegally downloaded was Aaron party, Aaron's party.mp3 satire parody. What was the first thing you ever illegally downloaded parody satire? I don't know. It, it had to be something on LimeWire. I feel like knowing me, I feel like I've said the first like physical CD album that I've owned that I bought for myself was Jay Z's The Black Album. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first song I ever downloaded, like on LimeWire, for me must have been something like "Cowboys from Hell" by Pantera. Like it must have been that. Yeah, I definitely. I didn't like. I was very scared of that kind of the internet. I was very <laughs> like you know, scared of them busting down my house and being like, you downloaded Yankee Doodle, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, like, I I definitely used, like, YouTube to MP3 to, like, download the Numa Numa song and, yeah. like, peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, oh, yo, Brooks, you got the aux cord! Play some fire shit for us! <laughs> Ice cream and cake and cake! <laughs> uh, I, I was, hold I was on, let guy. me load up my Group X playlist. I was 100% the guy that was like, and it's still true, but I was the guy that was like, if you listen to Chocolate Rain, you realize it's actually about stuff. He's actually saying something very deep. Uh, at you love to hear it on Twitter, thank you. Uh, first, uh, neither, you, you did a crime to me. Oh no, wait, we do Slap City, right? Yeah, we can pop a Slap City. Oh god, I forgot about Slap City. Okay, uh, let me tab over to it. Uh, let's see. I believe... You went first last time, so I'm going sure. this week. Um, I am going, I'm going to be a little bit, uh, self-indulgent on this one. I'm going to kind of go in an opposite direction and just do kind of a thing that I want. Uh, that isn't related to Aaron's party in any way. So I'm picking the song Ink Long Dry by Masayoshi Soken. Okay. Uh, this is on the Final Fantasy XIV soundtrack, and it's in the Great Google Library. Right. And that's, it's, uh... Final Fantasy XIV, that's Eddie's party, come get it. That's my party, come get it. It says, it says, uh, full party, come get it. Yeah. When all my friends load in to face, uh, the trial. And this is, like, it's, it's the, the dungeon is, like, a, a cool, like, haunted library, and the last boss is, like, an evil large book, and it's just this, like, nasty acid jazz track. 
Like, mm. a thing Final Fantasy does really cool is just they go nutty with the soundtrack where every dungeon isn't just like, oh, they're like, let's just make this one jazz. And that's like the motif for this type of thing. Okay. And it's very cool to listen to. And you feel like SpongeBob when you understand it. Okay. So that's <laughs> mine. Ink Long Dry is the name of the song. It's very good. Um, my, I, I didn't want to put any other Aaron Carter, Aaron Carter songs on Slap City and I didn't, I didn't go too deep into his, uh, like recent catalog. I'm not really interested. Are you putting Backstreet's back on Slap City? I'm not putting Backstreet's back, although I am, um, a, a, the regrettable kind of person that is Team Backstreet over Team NSYNC. Uh-huh. Um, but I I'm mean, I, say- I, listen, I, I, just because I grew up in an NSYNC household doesn't mean I have, you know, any particular affinity. Sure. Um, for, for the group. Um, no, it's all about, the the eighteens and their out their ABBA cover album for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I so to me, I, I I found another song from around this time that I really liked, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, this out al- this album, you know, in some ways it's a beautiful album. It brought me back to my childhood, but it's also kind of it was kind of a letdown. It wasn't sort of as rocking as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to the album "Beautiful Letdown" by okay. Switchfoot, and I'm gonna put <laughs> "Meant to Live" on Slap City. Hey, Kim. Kim Hi. just came in the room. Hello. If you had to choose one song by the group Switchfoot, what song would come to mind? Um, oh, God. Oh, God. It's from A Walk to Remember. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't... That's so funny if it's in A Walk to Remember. you to move. Is that that? <laughs> I don't know. This was the song I was thinking of. How does it go? We were meant to live with so much more. All right. Are you you going? Are you going to pull up a different song and play it on your phone? I'm going to pull up. No, I'm not going to play any songs. You can keep talking. I'm going to pull up a Walk to Remember. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You hear it? Slap City, a Walk to Remember soundtrack. Uh, Guess that's what we're doing. All right. So Mental Live is on here. And any other reason, or you just like the song? Dare you I, like to move. The, I like the song. It takes me I back to the same time and place. I, I didn't doubt that it was the song. They're a Christian rock band. Yes, <laughs> they're like they're like the Christian rock the band. In the, like Slap in the City. way that, in the way that um in the way that like Family Force Five is like yes, I mean our our faith is not don't get it twisted, but like we we're trying to reach everybody with our music, and please don't make us just go to rock the universe. Please let us come to real festivals also. With arms wide open. That was that's that's, that's, do you that's where been that on the short list. Do I remember where that song was played? Yeah, at my niece's like your cousins cousins yeah. Sweet, Sweet 16. Sixteen, yeah, and we had to stand there with a straight face. A straight face as she danced with an old man to, <laughs> with arms wide open. I'll show you everything. Oh no, not oh, that key change. That key change whips though. It's, it's <laughs> wait, real quick. What's the song? It, it goes um like. And I just heard... That's with Arms Wide Open. Oh, yeah, it is? that's yes. with Arms Wide Open. The news today! Oh, it it's about oh, okay. having a child. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You're thinking of... Can you take me? Just something interesting that I noticed is that, like, most of Creed's hit songs are on the same album. Just something I noticed is something I'm thinking about. Okay, just something... Just kind of plant that, like, fucking Dio's flesh bud in the back of my mind for when... Yeah, just something to... I don't know. Phase two, baby. Anyway, it's the time where we uh, shout out our patrons. Uh, who's doing that this week? Um, I can do it if you can vamp while I pull it up. All right, yeah, I'm gonna. 
Well, I, I usually... Okay, so I'm just going to talk for a minute. Kim, are there any other um, Christian rock songs that you know or that you like? Or? Um, there's another Christian rock band, but I can't remember who it is. Reliant K. No. Switchfoot. Ooh. No. Reliant uh, K is good also. Creed. I want to say they have, like... Their song sounds like... It has something to do with, like, live or live or living. Yeah, Breaking Benjamin. No. Uh... Mentalist. rattling them off. No, Brooks is Brooks is getting our Patreon list up. Well, I'm just kind of talking oh, okay. for a minute. So there's a there's a Christian rock band. Now, see, now I have to go into my. You're gonna look up Christian Live, and you're just not gonna find anything. Yeah, just kind of prepare. I'm gonna join a church. You're gonna yeah. <laughs> ChristianLive.com. Become Catholic. Yeah. Kim, watch out! You might get baptized. Be careful. There's um, a Christian okay. rock band named Skillet. There is a Christian rock band named... They're Christian? That's the yeah, first dude. one that came up. Skillet? Who am I thinking of? And I'm probably thinking of a band called, like, Bullet or something. I don't know. Can't believe you haven't heard their their performance of Jesus Freak. Uh, okay. Anyway, you got you, that list up? Thank you very much. All right, hit Skillet, me with it. <laughs> And also, Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Sylvie McAvoy. Lifehouse! <laughs> Lifehouse. Lifehouse. Yeah, Great stuff from them. Hecabe, We Lord Vegeta, Valerie W, um, Fifth Avenue North, um, Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna XB, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio. Bean! I hit you with the bean. Okay, I guess you cut out. <laughs> I must have cut out, yeah. Magdalene Jen, uh, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglioni. Nicholas Tartaglioni. Uh, uh, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek. Great big sword. Alex C., Nick Jagged, Stephanie Ruff, Ducky Aisha, Hex of Lexi, Janos Capovari, Black Hayate is a very good boy, Raleigh R., Eddard Stoink, Hell yes. Succubus. Uh, Ongen Kalolifer, um, please get at me because I know I I know I didn't do that right. Um, Doctor B Dandy, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy Destryhawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Ribeiro, Ribeiro, Matt Ribeiro. The, the, the Pikachu's vacation featured a song. Oh, come on, Carter. come on to my house, Matt Ribeiro. Everyone together, sing it loud. <laughs> Ryan West, Elliot Valentine, Alex Schaup, and Ava Lauran. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, that's uh, my second longest fun point ever, probably, about fucking Aaron's party. So far. Um, so far, yeah. Uh, next, we have You're Not Subjected to Our Evil. We have a, a Patreon pick coming up. And in two weeks, we will be discussing the pick from Patreon user Walt. Uh, let's see here. I'll, I'll get, uh, we are going to be listening to, as, as stated by Walt, Mitski's 2015 breakout album, Bury Me at Makeout Creek. Uh, it says, this is, it's my favorite Mitski album, and I think it's her most consistent. It's also pretty much required listening for honorary lesbians and or millennials with depression. Okay. It tends to be a little less theatrical or produced than her newer material, but if you've heard Nobody, you have a decent sense of her general vibe, noisy indie guitar rock about being sad and sometimes in love. Oh, cool. There's a uh, song called I Don't Smoke. I okay, can't re- can't relate. Um, so yeah, I'm finally gonna hear what Miski sounds like. Yeah. 
Uh, finally going to be able to relate to everybody on 2015 Tumblr. I, I feel like uh, maybe this is just me and my, like, ignorance, is I feel like Mitski, all of a sudden, it was just like, Mitski is popular now. Like, there was no, like, hey, there's this new artist. It was just like, damn, right. this it shit like, blowed up. It was, damn, this shit this blowed up. artist Lord, and her song Royals is is good. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like, oh, like, I've missed the boat on this. Like, I'm, like, way behind already, so I'm just never going to think about it, yeah. you know? Um, but luckily I have a podcast that makes me do the opposite of that, so. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to learn about music again. <laughs> exactly, yeah, f- to find out what themes and, like, <laughs> it sounds are like. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, all the, all the ratings on Wikipedia for this album so far, much higher than Aaron's Party Come Get It. All right, well, we'll be the final judge of that, so, you know. Yeah, we don't, yeah. Let's not, let's not count our chickens Corporate before the bathwater or whatever, so. Um, all right, let's, I'll see you, um. At the Uncle Gem stream in fucking 37 minutes or whatever? Yeah, um, and if you're listening to this, um, stream Uncut Gems. Yeah, stream Uncut Gems, because this won't be released until later tonight, so you're going to miss the, the P-Got stream. Uh, but but you can still watch it. US Netflix, um, it's good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Semper Funny, thank you Switchfoot, thank you Skillet, thank you Lifehouse, thank you Creed, thank, thank you... Thank you Nick Carter, thank you Susie Smith from Snappy Burger... Uh, thank you, uh, Darius Rucker. Uh, thank you, um, Scott Stapp is Creed, right? Yeah. Okay, thank him. A big thank you to Darius Rucker and the guy who sings in Drive-By Trucker. Fantastic. Uh, a song I like is Electric Feel. Darius Rucker sang Wagon Wheel. (laughs) Semper funny. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)